Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU and on demand out of the pan with Sally and of course that is eight five five AM and three CR digital two separate bands. There's a great band to open up with Michelle Parsons from the Uncover Me album and Blame, and um, you're on three CR and a show called Out of the Pan covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and we pay respects to elders past and present who in turn include queer elders such as including sister girls and brother boys. We acknowledge their special contributions to diversity on and around the lands. And of course, welcome to listeners of all genders, including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. And if you want to get in touch with the program, there's always those multitude of ways to do it um, in this high-tech world. You can do it by email, outofthepan855 at gmail.com. You can text 61456751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And you can look for the entry on my Facebook page or an Out of the Pants Facebook page. Um, So there's lots of ways to make a comment on the show. And around quarter past 20 past 12 today, if you're listening live on the Sunday, um, be chatting to Ruby from Girls Rock. Um, And well, as I said, opened up with a great rock and woman herself, Michelle Parsons. And well, didn't get to play Hellfraxes over last week um, during the somewhat packed program with um, Jude Munro and um, Peter Levy, but um, making up for for it today for you, Michelle, and being a bit unwell, get um, back to 100% real soon. Well, today is one of those important days on the, we'll call it the queer and sex positive calendar. Today um, being the 17th of December is the day for International Day to End Violence Against Sex Workers, Um, a very important day. Um, on the rainbow calendar um, because unfortunately sex workers do face violence and I suppose you know the first thing to say if this had ha- if this sort of violence happened in a factory or an office it would be totally untenable but often you know it's att- against sex workers whether in their place of work or you know um, outside of it um, just because they are who they are so um, it's a I think that's you know you could call that an occupational health and safety issue for starters. Um, and it was interesting that I did log in to um, Twitter because um, Vixen Collective, one of the um, hardworking organisations who are peer-led and represent 
people working in the sex industry um, in Victoria have just done have done a tweet a couple of hours ago, um, and it says "Listen to sex workers." Uh, or hashtag sex workers exclamation mark. We are experts on our lives and work. Well, um, not that trans people are, are an occupation as such, but I can understand that as a trans and bi person. I get ticked off when people speak for me. So let people who can honestly claim to represent um, people working in the sex industry um, speak for them. And of course, they're quite um, energised and empowered to do so. And research shows that full decriminalisation of sex work reduces violence against people working in the sex industry. So, which makes a lot of sense. If you're criminal, you know, let's work through that a bit. You're criminalised. You, you know, face a nothing to do with sex work. Let's say you're, I don't know, um, you know, your house is burgled. Are you going to be um, confident to go to police? That sort of thing, because they'll find out you're a sex worker. Something like that. Um, to give an example where police need to look at their attitudes on sex, a friend of mine had her house broken into about six months ago. Now, she is not a past or present sex worker, but as any healthy adult might, she has some sex toys, and unfortunately the burglars, well, they didn't get away with anything. It seems someone turned up just after they'd sort of bashed the front door in and were rifling, but actually then ran off. Anyway, the police said when they saw the sex toys on the floor made some stupid remark. Now, that's not good enough. But that person is not someone who might face um, the stigma that is put on sex workers by others, but it's still not appropriate. So there's a possible example of something that could go amok. Um, of course, we live in a sex-negative society, and I'm going to talk, might as well throw this in now, I'm going to start getting people at the end of the show to send in some ideas for next week's show being the last of the year, um, and it's sort of bit of we'll call it just I'll just I'll throw that one in there for now um but um you know it's something we've got to look at is why we are such a sex negative society why do we talk about anything to do with sex and guilt shame judgment etc rather than talking about it in a mature um you know responsible age appropriate type of way so sex workers it would be fair to say cop that sort of sex negativity there's also you know the um, stereotypes that sex work is all cisgender, that is, people whose gender meets expectations given their body at birth, heterosexual um, men um, being serviced by cishet women. Not true, of course, um, as Vixen Collective would say, two-thirds of sex workers are queer, so it's very much an issue for this program to consider and for allies. So how to be an ally for sex workers, as the that tweet said from Vixen Collective, at Vixen Collective, capital V and capital C and all one word, um, listen to sex workers. So listen to organisations like Vixen Collective and Scarlet Alliance. Um, be careful of organisations that claim to represent sex workers but are actually treating sex workers as victims who often have too much power and whereas the real organisations don't. Some of those organisations whose names we won't mention and give them free publicity because they don't deserve it. Just think for a minute, if you're an LGBTI person, you don't want the Christian lobby, or if you're a trans person, someone like, to use an obvious straw case, Jermaine Greer representing you because they haven't got our interests at heart. Well, same thing for some of those organisations we're not naming. So, yeah, um, be there for sex workers. Um, as it says, decriminalisation reduces violence. Um takes the stigma away and no it is it is work um people who you know work um you know people say oh it's exploitation well sadly there are people in you know sweatshops and some would say call centers who are exploited 
um, two years ago when I was in Russia, I heard about a troll factory, which to me is like a cross between a sweatshop and a call centre where people are paid to post, you know, we'll say provocative comments under news articles, which is why we seem to have so many queerphobic um, comments. Interesting thing. Um, Now, I would call that exploitation in a bad way, that someone feels that they might have to desperately do that for money. I don't know how much they were paid or whether it's a workable income or not. Not the the issue. Um, So, yeah, stand up for sex workers. And what are the positives sex workers offer? Sex workers have been around for years, thousands, and shift energies. You know, I I don't want to tell anyone about you know, obviously whatever works for someone is good. Now, some people will get value out of, say, a psychotherapeutic approach if they've got a deeply buried problem. But sometimes you can also just sit and talk and talk and talk with a mental health professional and nothing changes. And it sort of rises up a bit and you get emotional and then it's, well, our time's nearly at an end now and don't forget to pay the receptionist on the way out and nothing's shifted. Sex workers can take a holistic approach that shifts bad energies out. And it is proven that energy... You know whether it's including emotions stays in the body. Even conservative health professionals admit that people with who bottle up negativity, whether it's anger or jealousy or whatever, are more prone to things like cancer and tumours and polyps. Well, if you can get the energy out of your body and you do it in a way that's fun, healthy, and even fun, dare one say, that's a good thing. Um, so, sex workers perform a valuable health role. Now, of course, a lot of conventional health professionals think, who think that they've gone to uni for 10 years and have studied their insides out would probably disagree out of bias. I'm not so sure. You only have to look at the bias against so-called, which I don't call I don't call it this alternative approaches like chiropractic and naturopathy, which have been around for longer than so-called conventional medicine, um, to see that there might be a conflict of interest. So yeah, um, if you can, as the saying goes and this comes from people working in the sex industry support your hooker and pay them well but also being an ally refer to people working in the sex industry as people who work in the sex industry don't use the word whore that's only for the people in the industry so there's lots of hints like that check out good sites like vixen collective and scarlet alliance for more info and be a good ally and to all the people working in the sex industry we um wish you an important um recognition and affirmation on such an important day for you. All right. Well, as mentioned, um, coming up after the next track, and I decided to have some, um, I haven't done this for a while, some all-women music today um, in honour of Girls Rock. And, well, here's someone who rocks hard, Mia Dyson, and we're going to roll her out, so to speak, on a track from her Parking Lots album of a few years ago. 3CR. 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. Subscribe to your award-winning independent community radio, bringing you coverage of community issues and events. This is Beta Base Camp. Welcome to the Little Red Tulangi Treehouse. As you said, I'm down at the East West Tunnel picket, as it usually does, starts at 5.30am. The Lincoln Melbourne Authority have come here in the middle of the night and set up another drill rig here on Gold Street. The police were pretty keen to defend that with all their resources this morning. And I think for Australians, in order to know ourselves, really fully know ourselves, in order to mature, we need to understand Aboriginal culture. We need to embrace it and realise that in coming here, you're now part of the longest continuing culture in the world. We need your support. Subscribe today. Call 9419 8377 now. 
Turkish Woman Radio Program. Everything about women. Every Tuesday night from 9:30 till 10 p.m. at 3CR 855 AM. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three cr.org.au, and on demand. Out of the pan with Sally on first broadcast on a Sunday afternoon, and you could be listening then or by podcast or at the repeat sometime between five and six AM Australian Eastern Time. Prior to the messages, uh, we heard um, from Mia Dyson from the Parking Lots album rolling out. And forgot to mention just one thing in relation to the fact that today is International Day to End Violence Against Sex Workers. Um, played the Turkish Women promo because it seems a large percentage of trans people who are no longer with us from Turkey are in this, uh, people who work in the sex industry. So intersectionality, multicultural uh, and that sort of thing, a big issue in that area. Well, last year was the first rollout, in the words of Mia Dyson, of the Girls Rock Melbourne um, camp, and it's back. And um, joining me on the line to have a chat about um, the next edition is the fabulous Ruby. Ruby, welcome back to 3CR. Thanks for having me, Sally. Pleasure. Thanks for um, being on on a Sunday afternoon. So, yeah, let's just um, recap. Last year was the first Girls Rock Melbourne, if I have it right. How did it all go? Yeah, it was it was amazing. It was actually this year. I keep saying last oh, year yeah. <laughs> because it feels like so much has happened. Mm. Um, but yeah, so we um, did our first ever Girls Rock Melbourne camp in January and I don't really know what I expected from it, but it definitely exceeded any expectations I had. The week was just an absolute dream um, and our volunteers were incredible and all of our campers were really amazing and there were lots of feelings had, um, and so we finished that camp. We've actually ended up having three camps this year. So we had two under-18 camps. We had a second in September, um, and then we had an over-18 camp in June, which was really, really cool, um, and a much smaller group. Um, but, yeah, so it's been an absolutely massive year for us. Um, and we've just actually recently um, won the All Ages Achievement Award with the National Live Music Award. So oh, it was really nice to get that um, recognition, I guess, for all of the hard work that we've put in. Oh, look, it's a much-needed initiative, and I was actually, I've got to say I was out um, on my diversity education job at a, an inner-city council during the week, and they're saying they're well aware of the imbalance of gender of women and we'll talk about non-binary too in a second in performing arts, but in particular music. So yeah. I think, you know, they're onto it and, you know, you were onto it, well, now I've got it right, earlier this year, <laughs> um, which is much needed because, um, yeah. you know, there is this um, huge inequity. So it's really, you know, people need, you know, a, a boost up to use the favourite poster of mine that's my Facebook cover page. You know, sort of <laughs> we have to rearrange the boxes so everyone can... Um, look over the fence or better still get rid of the wooden fence, so to speak, and yeah. make uh, make it a level sort of playing field. Yeah, we really do. And, I mean, I think, um, you know, community is so important and I think that, like, the Melbourne music scene is a pretty great one. Um, mm. But, you know, there's always more that can be done and I think it's not a time to kind of 
rest on your laurels. Like it's a time to continue improving and making things better. And I was actually at a gig on Friday night and it was the first time in a long time where I looked around the room and it was predominantly cis white males. And I was really angry and really annoyed by that. But then I thought, hang on, when was the last time that you went to a gig and you noticed that it was predominantly cis white males? And I couldn't really remember. So that was also really great. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, I can I can sort of get that sometimes when, and I want to say this carefully, sometimes when you're mixing in incredibly, you know, as someone who's involved in the queer community a lot and you mix incredibly straight environments, it's tangible. <laughs> so, yes. Um, totally get that. Um, so what sort of things, you know, went on at last year's um, Girls Rock? You know, sort of obviously there was lots of music played and lots of community, yeah. but let's just um, put that into some, we'll say some practicalities, you know, what sort of sessions were there as well as, um, you know, people getting together and, you know, say jamming, forming bands, etc. Yeah, so um, basically what we try to do um, is, we're trying to create social change and we're using music as the medium. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, the title, because we've sort of joined this like global organisation, the title Girls Rock is really misleading because camp is not only for girls, um, you know, it's for female identifying trans and gender diverse people, as we mentioned before. But it's also not just about rock music, it's about any mm. type of music and it's about, yeah, like I said, self-acceptance and going, okay, well, this is what it sounds like when I open my voice and sing, or I kind of like that on the guitar. I don't even think that's a chord. And going, okay, cool, well, I like it, and this is what I've created. And having that be enough. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, it, our camp is for 10 to 17-year-olds, so it's a really critical age where people... Mm. quite often really feel at odds with the world and themselves. So if we're able to get in there, you know, during those critical years and kind of encourage this, like, self-love, you know, and the support of the community and building each other up instead of tearing each other down, um, I think it's a really sort of important, pivotal moment. Um, But going back more specifically to the week of camp, um, Campers come along. We had 45 campers in our January camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and they learned basics on their preferred instruments. So there's no musical ability necessary. Um, and they then form bands and they get assigned a band coach or a mentor. Um, and across the five days, they write an original song. Um, and then we have lunchtime performers every day. Um, so actually, I can uh, mention that in our upcoming January camp, we've got Jen Koa coming along to perform, um, and Shob Ahmed and Erica Dunn from TFS and Palm Springs. Um, and yeah, it's going to be absolutely amazing. We've also got uh, Freya Josephine Hollick. So the lunchtime performers are a great opportunity for. Um, because post-lunchtime performances we do a Q&A, and so cool. it's a great opportunity for campers to ask questions, um, you know, with, I guess, professionals in the Melbourne music industry. And, you know, quite often the issues of oppression um, or, you know, gender or sexuality come up and how these musicians have kind of combated that 
within what is still to this day, unfortunately, a cis white male dominated industry. Um, and so that, that, that conversation, those conversations are always really powerful. Um, and then we have workshops on things like self defense, body image, zine making, you know, rock and roll was invented by a queer woman of color. Like, um, and so we are definitely coming from, um, an intersectional feminist approach um, with sort of the content of camp and things like that. But it's just more, I guess, giving these campers, like saying to them, hey, you can challenge the status quo or you can question things. You don't have to take what anyone says on face value. Like you don't have to take what we're saying on face value. We're just kind of trying to give them the strength and encouragement they need to speak up and be assertive and go, I don't know about that. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if that's okay. Um, and, you know, if they come away from it, you know, activists and everything, if they come away from it having made a friend for the week, incredible. If they come away from it having written something and being proud of themselves and feeling a bit more confident, like, incredible. I think... Yeah. Um, camp has the ability to do so many things for both the volunteers and the campers um, that, yeah, I think uh, it's multifaceted. Yeah, look, lot, lots you've said there. I mean, mountains. I mean, you know, the fact that you have people who are just that bit further down the track so they can say, well, this is what worked and this is what I would have liked that made it work better, I think is really important. So the, we don't reinvent the wheel. We can make keep making a better one is, I think, important. Yeah. Um, the sense of kinship and you know self boosting self-esteem you know it's critical but I th and I think the thing that came out of it for me is that you know we tend you know I, I think we undervalue younger people in general said the 52 year old but um, <laughs> you know I think that you know younger people are perhaps less um well I'll say jaded by um, yes. what we've heard and we can tap totally. into that creativity whether it's music or community yeah. or politics or whatever it is gosh, yeah. we'd have a much um, more, we'd have a better planet. So I think that's really important as well. Yeah, and these, I mean, these 10 to 17-year-olds, like I'm constantly absolutely floored by the level of insight that they have into the world and the way that they can kind of see things so clearly and they're just so, at least, you know, the campus that I've, you know, obviously come into contact with from camp, like, they're just so engaged and they're so ready for sort of what the discussions that we're having or that we're talking about. I mean, I was, you know, I didn't sort of come into, you know, any of this until I was much older, like, you know, and I've, I've got a 12-year-old talking to me about why intersectional feminism is so important. And it's just like... <laughs> It's incredible, like it's mind blowing, but they just they're they're so ready for it and it makes me feel um it makes me feel confident that I guess the future is kind of in that generation's hands, as lame as that sounds. <laughs> no, it 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 is very energizing um to see it. And, you know, we've seen what happened in Britain with their elections, you know, we saw with the strong youth turnout in the postal survey. Um, yep. for closer to my home, so to speak, I see people like, say, Georgie Stone and Nevo Zez and fabulous yeah. trans and non-binary people just 
you know, sort of charging forward and yeah, it really is absolutely absolutely sensational and I suppose that's just something I wanted to really clarify mentioning Nevo Zezen um, that the camp is open to people of non-binary identity as well yes yes so the camp um, as I mentioned before is for female identifying trans um, and non-binary yep gotcha. young people um, and I know it maybe might be slightly confusing as I mentioned before because the camp is called Girls Rock um, but one of the things that we're really proud of is we managed to create this incredible safe space in this little community um, and our campers have sort of, I guess, relayed that back to us in the way that they feel. And um, one particular camper who um, recently wrote a blog post for our website, they were a guest writer, I guess, suppose, um, mm-hmm is non-binary and they talked about how they'd never felt more comfortable anywhere than being at camp because it was the first time that people really acknowledged their pronouns and cared and didn't treat them any differently. Um, And so to have that feedback and to see the difference that it made to this camper because they've now attended two camps and I've just seen them absolutely thrive um, they did vocals the first camp and then the second camp out of nowhere smashed it on drums. Like oh. just a total little legend on the drums. I was really impressed. Um, but yeah, to have that kind of, I guess, feedback and response, I think I would like, um, you know, anyone who possibly does identify as trans or non-binary to know that I understand why you might be apprehensive if you're thinking about coming to camp and it's called Girls Rock, Um, but it most definitely is the space for you and I would hate to think that anyone who really needed something like what we're doing didn't come because, you know, of a name. Um, So, yeah, if anyone's considering it, it's definitely the place for you. We would love to have you and you're more than welcome Um, and you know, will be there to support you and build you up. So, yeah. For sure. And you can read, um, I'm not sure of the pronunciation, but I believe it's Zero's um, blog post. Yeah, at Zero's. Yeah, Zero that's what I was girlsrockmelbourne.com in the news, the GR exclamation mark in blog section. So um, we've, cl- we've definitely got the fact that really, you know, yes, the name is what it is, but the point is that it's about gender equity in performing yeah. arts. And, you know, males, sat, you know, the reality is that cis males do dominate over, we'll say, any other gender. Yeah. Um, and let that, let's just go to the other word then. Whilst the other word is rock, and it's in a double meaning sense, I have every certainty, but yeah. you don't you don't have to play rock. It could be no. um, music of both kinds, for example, country and western, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Said this presenter anyway. But... <laughs> <laughs> just western. You've got to have both of them. <laughs> yeah. So that that's the main thing. It's a space for um, people who, you know, are just facing a tougher time because of their gender, getting into performing arts to give it a shot and learn lots and hang out with great people and um, get um, tap into what is already there and, you know, make it make it bigger, which is just sensational. So if someone's listening or perhaps a parent or guardian is thinking, my um, yeah. the person, the young person I'm the parent or guardian for would love this, 
what do they need to do? Is there lots of information on the girlsrockmelbourne.com site? Yeah, so obviously, uh, as you mentioned, they can head to the website, girlsrockmelbourne.com, and we've also got Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Um, but if they do head to the website, um, there's a section that uh, attend camp, and so they can fill that out. Um, and parents or guardians will also need to fill out um, a form as well as for a camper. If anyone wants to volunteer, there's also a volunteer section. Um, we also uh, yeah, would love to have, like I said, volunteers or campers involved. Um, and if anyone would like to sort of hear a bit more in depth um, what it is that we do, we've got a YouTube channel with some videos and interviews on there um, so people can kind of put some faces to names and things like that. Yep, and you can um, click on the various buttons at the bottom of each page to go to Facebook um email or um, Instagram and yeah, follow and, through on that. Um, and we do also um, offer half and full scholarships. Um, if anyone sort of uh, was worried about any cost associated. So we're really trying to make um, campers in, as inclusive and accessible as possible. Um, and so if that's an issue for anyone, just let us know um, and we'll be more than happy to accommodate them. Yep. And so um, that also leads to the other thing, that if you want to donate and support that so more people can... Oh, sorry, it was going to come out of me, that can rock along, I'm sorry. Um, honestly not intended there. Um, you can hop onto the donate um, part at the top of the, the website page and put a little bit of uh, money in so that to help someone get there. And, of course, when and where is it all happening? Yes, um, so... I can't believe it, um, but it is the 15th to the 19th of January Yep. Um, at in Brunswick, and then our showcase, we're really excited about it. This time around, we'll be at the Northcote Social Club. Um, so I think that'll be an incredible opportunity for these campers to get to jump on stage at the Northcote Social Club, like a renowned venue, and perform their original songs for their friends and family and the public. So, um, yeah, I think that'll be really special. Oh, look, that that's awesome. I mean, gosh, I mean, that's, you know, one of the best live music venues in the inner north. So yeah, that's really awesome. Well done, Northcote Social Club, a by five yeah. from me. Um, They've so, been amazing with helping us with it. They've been absolute legends. Cool. All right. Well, um, have a humongous event. It's going to be a big couple of weeks because, um, of course, the day before, 14th of January is Midsummer Carnival Day for, so for queer, queer women, it's all happening. And then 15th to the 19th, on it goes. And then the big matinee on the 20th. Um, look, Ruby, it's a pleasure to have you back. Um, um, keep you. us posted with updates um, throughout the week if you if you can. I will, for sure. And, <laughs> I'll be spamming the social media. <laughs> um, for sure. Well, I'll keep an eye on it. And um, look, um, pleasure having you um, on the show. And also, of course, in the meantime, hope you get a bit of time out before it gears up again to have a bit of relaxation and a safe season. Yeah, I hope so too. And thank you so much for your continued work, It means so much. Oh, look, pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. And, um, well, I'll do it one more time. Keep rocking. Thanks, Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Sally. Ruby Watson from Girls Rock. Yes, an absolute must-needed event. Um, 
empower, you know, energising and um, levelling the equity playing field in performing arts in Melbourne. Well, um, let's have someone who knows how to rock. Uh, it sort of ended up, the musical theme ended up that way today. And, well, let's hope one of our, all of our performers end up happy and prominent in their way, like this performer, he's Melissa Etheridge and Heavy, 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, and On Demand, Out of the Pan, with Sally. Subscribe. CR has all kinds of music programs for you to hear. From blues to hip-hop, reggae, classical, punk, jazz, soul, indigenous, experimental, indie, metal and other music styles. Check out 3cr.org.au on the World Wide Web for more info. Are you aged over 65? The University of Melbourne is conducting interviews exploring how radio can impact well-being. Researchers will interview you for 60 minutes and in return you'll be given a $25 gift card. For more information, please visit cbf.com.au forward slash wellbeing. This research is proudly funded by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. A 3CR supporter. Indeed. Music. Um... Music of all kinds, classic rock, country and western on this program, Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. And we had a double track um, special, um, Melissa Etheridge and Heavy, and Emma Wall from the Sneak album um, of some years ago, 2002. Goodness, um, it's a 15-year anniversary. And dance, so if it gets a bit heavy, dance. There's my motto. And in the words of the classic cartoon Drip Along Daffy, there's going to be a sneak preview and the sneaks ain't going to like it. Well, um, things that are coming up in the next week or so as we do wind down for the Christmas season, but Switchboard will be rolling on um, as part of the QLife network on 1-800-184-527 around the country. So if you do need support over this time of year, which I know lots of queer people do, they're good people to call. Um Things that are happening, though, this week, um, Tuesday the 19th, if you're listening in time, um, Alphabet Soup at Denbar, um, Trans Cafe Night for Seahorse members, check out seahorsevic.com, and that's just about it for the year, but um, gosh, it's a busy going to be a busy couple of weeks in the second and third weeks of January, because um, as well as um, just leading up to it, you've got the um, Queer Leadership Program put together for two days on the Wednesday and Thursday, and then the Thursday and Friday, the dates being the 10th, 11th, 12th, and 13th, sorry, the Friday and Saturday, you've got the Better Together Conference, which is selling out fast. So, um, you know, it's sort of, um, it's selling like hotcakes, and hotcakes are still popular. So get in and get some. It should be quite awesome um, to go to those events. And then, of course, um, Saturday, Sunday, the 14th of January, is Midsummer Carnival, and then, as we just heard, Girls Rock all week, the 15th to the 20th, and watch this space for Sunday the 21st, which will be the Bi Polly and Friends Picnic, um, most likely in Edinburgh Gardens this year. We've got to move across due to some works over in Clifton Hill, 
Um, and then, of course, we gear up for Pride March on Sunday the 28th. So busy, busy times indeed. Um, so, yeah, um, have some breathing time over, um, you know, the sort of Christmas New Year break if you can. Um, stay safe, be with people you love, including yourself. Now, I will be in next week for my last show of the year, and then I'll have five weeks um, off. Uh, and I've got a theme for next week's show. Um, what would be your um, queer seasonal wish? I was going to call it queer mess, but, um, and we still could, but um, we'll be all inclusive. And it could be personal, it could be political, it could be, of course, both, because we don't A, we don't believe in binaries, and B, the personal can be the political. It could be serious, it could be humorous. Um, get it into me, out of the pan855 at gmail.com, um, or um, Facebook message me, um, or they're probably the best ways this week. Um, what are your queer mass wishes, personal and political? Um and I'll run through a few of them next week or make up a few of my own. Um, so, yeah, it's been a tough year, of course, um, on the public front. And I think, though, that what's happened is we've forgotten that people people's lives go on um, and, you know, all that sort of thing. And I think it was sort of a bit forgotten in the postal survey period. So make sure that you, um, you know, sort of do keep um, an eye on each other and be there and, you know, do... What makes you happy on December 25th? There is this pressure sometimes to be with family of origin and, of course, for queer people, whilst things are shifting, um, sometimes that's not the go. So find your family of choice or just chill by yourself, pile up the um, the Netflix or something or Stan or whoever else. Um, um, be, hey, be, be, poly, be polychannelrous if you like, um, but just do something that makes you happy. Um, that's your, that is your birthright, to be happy. So make sure that you keep doing that. Um, also, next week, um, haven't had a chance. It's Gosh, it's been a busy few weeks with the T-Door special, the Disability Day special, having Jude in last week. Want to review the year a bit. Um, and obviously the events of the la- of November haven't barely had a chance to touch on them. The amazing elections around the world of trans candidates, seven in the US, one in Uruguay and one in Canada. Perhaps look at a bit more on that and you know what that means. Of course, last month, um, the yes result and finally getting marriage through and, of course, the um, stage two um, family court um, judgment that emerged. So lots to talk about. But also, as I say, what are we going to... What would you know give you a boost for 2018? Let's you know, visualise. Let's hold hands. Let's sing Kumbaya, something like that. And we'll make sure that we do. Um so, um, what else is going on? Um, yours truly um, had a great day yesterday. Um, I thought, gosh, it can't get much better than this. Um, I had the Bioalliance AGM held at um, Drummond Street and before, as one does, went to get a shot of caffeine um, and um, we walked into my favourite cafe on Logan Street and they said, we probably won't catch you again before um, Christmas, so here's a Christmas present on us. So A, free coffee, that's got to be good. B, buy Lights AGM to get down to business. Um, some new faces and some having to um, move aside for personal reasons, but yours truly back as treasurer, um, Rebecca Dominguez, president, James Dominguez, vice president, Mellon Rose, um, one of the highlight interviews of the show on this year, um, in my opinion, um, as secretary, and um, we'll, be, we'll be recruiting bisexuals, a couple of people, uh, a couple of vacancies in, I hate this term, the ordinary committee members. They're extraordinary. 
Um, so yes, um, and so a few people back um, on the committee as well. And then went on um, afterwards to a transgender Victoria internal volunteers and staff picnic to celebrate the year. So, you know, coffee, buy and trans, that's my idea of a good, warm, sunny Saturday afternoon in December. And, um, well, be out in the garden this afternoon. So, yes, enjoy yourself. Um, And um, also be heading down to a beach house during the week. Um, So, yeah, that also... Reminds me, whatever you do over summer, let's get it out. I'll start mentioning that now, even though I'm back next week. Stay safe, um, you know, in the water, on the roads. Um, of course, safe and consensual um, intimacy, uh, if we're talking safety as well. So um, all of those things, very, very important. Um, and that just about does it for the day. So back next week with the wrap-up of the year and the wish list for next year. Thanks to Ruby from Girls Rock. Don't forget girlsrockmelbourne.com if you want to, um, you're a young person or parent or guardian thereof, or if you want to donate and support Girls Rock Melbourne, we'll take it out with our last um, woman who rocks for the day. Um, And um, that is um, Angie Marquis from a 1992 compilation called Sweethearts of the Radio and Ain't No Return with some country rock. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.